0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's Bud Pod 207. 207. Um, uh,
1: uh, this is always the hardest, and I've said heaven way too much. <laughs> and there's nothing. E- uh, 207. My pants are. Ingr- uh in Inglevend <laughs> is a new word. Inglevend, yeah. I've made up. What does it means, mean? It um, means creased. Inglevend.
0: So, cle- so it's like they have been... Clev- it's like a cleave. They've been end, end or done to in such a way that it creates the impression of cleaving... It, they've been cloven. That's
1: it, that's it. it. Their grooves, ha- it appears as if grooves have been cle- cleaved into the fabric.
0: I've only just made the connection between that and cloven hoofed. Cleave, cloven, ah. A hoof that's been cleaved in twain. What about a clover? But that would
1: be three. Could it be? No, but but each leaf has a cleave in the middle, isn't it?
0: Ooh, yeah. Like oh, that may be, Maybe that's it. But then where does that come from? Ah! The never-ending <laughs> founder of Etimalee. <etymology. sighs> <laughs> well, uh, listeners, we are recording this on Monday, the something twenty seventh. Twenty seventh, yeah, yeah. We've just done the first week of Wang on tour.
1: Yes, we got back yesterday from Brighton. A fantastic mm, show in Brighton. Really nice. Um, thank you to all who came to Brighton, but also all to ca- who came to Oxford yep. and Yeovil. Yes, and Exeter. Exeter, where where we started,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's been a beautiful time. It's been a tremendous time. Beautiful time, wonderful people. Um, yeah, really fun show. And Pierre has been doing the opening um, set on the ha-
0: on the first half. Yep, my job to get down there with my clamps. Um, it's been prize great. everyone open. A few uh, pod buds in the on audience yesterday. Mm-hmm, some kojis. Yeah. Um, hello to anyone who who was too afraid to koji <laughs> as well. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there were some but it's
1: been brilliant fun travelling around back on tour again it's been a while seeing this, yeah. these
0: wonderful set to dial, and soon um, we've got Cambridge this week Cambridge Nottingham Durham Glasgow up the country in a straight line basically Glasgow
1: and, and there are a few there, there's still a few tickets left for Cambridge Nottingham and Durham although not many left so if, if you're around do check out um those dates on my website yeah um Glasgow is far from sold out <laughs> it's in a very it's in the biggest room I've done in Glasgow and it's too big it's so big <laughs> it's so big yeah. so if you live in Glasgow and you're around this Sunday please do come to the show at the King's Theatre
0: big room big i wonder if yeah, it's got uh, Scotland's media is so separate more than people in England think. You know? Yes, 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 yes. They've yes. got so many of their own great comedy shows and stuff. It is so. a dif-
1: it is a separate but similar culture.
0: Yeah. Like uh, still game and all that, you know. Yeah, like that's comedy great show. And stuff. And Limmy. Yeah. Um, but so come along Glasgow, we'll try to, we'll try to learn some local slang. We've got a bit of it from Limmy. <laughs> Weans. Weans. Um, that's about it really that's about it weans yeah. is the main thing you need to know <laughs> and whether or not they've been turned against you
1: well when I when I was when I lived with Ian Sterling I would say things like Raj and Barry and things like that you did know? you start
0: to say juice instead of soft oh instead of
1: pop oh, <laughs> pop or soft drinks yeah coke yeah get some juice
0: yeah that's the weirdest one to me the idea of
1: just calling all of it juice yeah all not soft drinks juice yeah I mean it's not a great indication <laughs> <laughs> of a nation's <laughs> diet, I don't think,
0: but charming nonetheless. Yeah. Um, uh, well, Scotland has a new leader. Yes, Hamza Yusuf. Hamza Yusuf. Yes. The UK and Scotland have gone double British Asian. That's true. I'll, yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't clock that. Has Scotland had a non-white first minister before? Never,
1: ever. Wow. Ever. Wow. I don't gosh. even know who it was
0: before Salmond.
1: The Brit. So Mark Dreyford in Wales is the only white
0: leader in Britain. He is the filling... He's a token white First Minister. He's the filling of a, of a sandwich of diversity. <laughs> He's the mayonnaise.
1: Gosh, how about that? Yeah. I mean, Come on, Wales.
0: And hey, look. <laughs> I,
1: I'm, I'm no fan of the Conservative government. I'm no fan of the SNP. But it says a lot about where our country is, especially in relation to our our neighbours, who try and claim that they're the liberal ones because of Brexit. <laughs> uh, though you know, it, it's 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 amazing. It's amazing to have the leader of Scotland and of the United Kingdom.
0: Oh yeah. as Asian men. I mean, I I do think like the the UK is the most successful multicultural country in Western Europe. Big claim. What what other country would would have such diversity at the top level? Not just prime minister, but cabinet level, first minister of Scotland. It's true, it's true, and not flip the fuck out about it. Yeah,
1: people like to talk about Scandinavia in these terms, but mm, I mean, they've got strong social welfare systems, but
0: yeah, that doesn't mean that they exactly. Yeah, you look at Sweden. <laughs> one of their most one of their main parties is one that was set up by an SS veteran. What really? Yeah. Oh my god. This is the thing. People go, oh, they're so great. And you go, really? Have you looked into any of these guys? Do you know what those tattoos mean? Wow. <laughs> you know. Gosh, yeah. yeah. And then you've got Geert Wilders in the Netherlands and, and Marine Le Pen. Le Pen is, people, are, people in France are like, I don't I, I, don't want to work until I'm 63 so much yeah. that I will vote for a Nazi yeah, <laughs> if she promises not to. Um... Every French election is, <laughs> don't,
1: don't make us vote for the Nazi. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll, we'll do, do it. it.
0: I'll heil. <laughs> if you try and raise the pension aids I swear to God I will stomp my feet And I'll hile We will do it You know that I'll scream and scream Until I get what I want That um, It's not Veruca Salt It's like another comedy character I'll scream and scream Until I get what I want No I don't know what like A spoilt little kid With ribbons in their right, hair Right 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 That but like I'll hile and I'll hile Until you <laughs> And I'll <laughs> blow this house down Until you let me retire <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Paris is on fire um they had to cancel a visit from the king,
1: which is very 1700s. <laughs> yeah, the king wouldn't wouldn't go. He's like, uh, this, this is rarely a good indication for my kind. Yeah, the last time this sort of thing happened, it was bad for kings. Bad for kings in France.
0: How tall is Prince Charles? Is he a short king?
1: Oh, literally a short king. Is I'm going to look this up. I don't. Uh, Please in, look it up while I, I noisily in, address my microphone. If you're listening my, to this while
0: you're driving, this is not a mechanical error with your car, okay?
1: In my head, he's tall, but is that our old friend, Halo Effect? Is Thanks that challenge. our old friend, Monkey Brain, saying that
0: man in charge must be tall?
1: Oh, he's decent. Five foot ten. Okay. Bang down the middle. I guess. Bang down the middle. The UK is five foot eight average for males? Mm,
0: give it a look. Give it a look. I'm going to say five nine.
1: Wow. You. Okay, now, at least half of our listeners will be absolutely rapt at this
0: point. Yeah, yeah, UK yeah. UK
1: man average
0: height. Now you, Phil, are a surprise tolly.
1: The average is 5'10". Oh, wow. So he's a king of the people.
0: Wow, average king.
1: Average king. He's an average king.
0: Um, you're a surprise tolly, Phil. People can't stop talking about how surprised they are, how tall you are.
1: Every, it will never end. Every time people meet me in person, they go... Wow, you're a lot taller than I think.
0: I get told that about you when people see photos of us standing next to each other. <laughs> like the photos from Lesotho. Yeah. People are like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah.
1: Yeah. And I've written, I have wrote about this in my book. I think it is in no small part because I'm East Asian.
0: Yeah. You can see that people are just like, wow, well, I didn't expect you to be tall because of your glasses. You can see them worry. Because they're... presumably at that point they've, <laughs> they've not
1: met you either. Or how do you they, mean like when they say i'm tall because they've seen a photo of me next to you
0: no they've met me oh okay so right. they've met me but they, and they know that we do a podcast but they don't they, they they've never seen us in the same room as it were
1: i see i see i see yeah but
0: you, i like watching honkies panic when they tell you that they're surprised that you're tall and yeah. then they try and think of a way to say why and then they just don't i don't think it even occurs to them that that's why they they think that i don't know maybe not but i think it does on an on unconscious level, that's
1: definitely why. Yeah, it's also because as a stand-up, you're, always, you're usually the only person on stage, or you're on a panel and you're sat down, so people really have no clue how tall you are.
0: Yeah, like Richard Osman, people are surprised, but they're surprised because he's massive. He's even taller than... You already know he's tall, but
1: he's even taller. Greg Davies is like that. I know yeah. Greg is big, but still, every time I'm, I'm, I see him in real
0: life, I'm like, fuck! His forearm is like a leg. Oh, he's a big old lad. He's not just tall, he's big. Yeah. He's like a giant. Yeah. In the mythical sense. Yeah, he's really enormous. I find it, and I'm saying this as a big guy, mm. I find it funny when a big guy has delicate knowledge.
1: <laughs> what what what's, the, what's delicate knowledge? Delicate
0: knowledge or delicate skills. What is that? Like, when you look at Greg, he's such a big giant man. Yeah. That you just think, well, you're mainly push over people's huts. <laughs> yeah. You know, you attack villages and stuff. You're a berserker. You're a berserker. You're brought to the forefront of the army to frighten the, you know. Yeah. And then it's when someone that massive, like, quotes a poem. Right. Do you see what I mean? Right. But Greg doesn't... I don't think Greg does that sort of thing. Well, he's got a career in the fucking arts. Yeah. He was but, a drama teacher.
1: But it, among the arts, it is, it is a, one of the more aggressive. Sure, but, but
0: we can all be the tallest dwarf, but... <laughs> the most aggressive form of performing art and spoken word sure but well there's the thing and you know Alex Horn is called
1: little Alex Horn on the Alex is a tall guy he's 64 yeah he's a he's a tall dude yeah and he but he looks tiny next to Greg uh, something interesting i found out and this happens with my our friend Matt who is mm. very tall and taller yes. than me Matt is tall is when I am with Matt, I become very childish in a sort of giddy way. Yeah. <laughs> and when I'm next to Greg, I become childish in a sort of frightened way. Yeah. And it's because <laughs> I think, this is some archa- some armchair um, uh, psychology, uh-huh. I think it's because the last time anyone was taller than me was when I was a child.
0: I think this is right, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's very rare that some- I meet someone taller than me. And so I get a bit sort of childish. It's as a as thrill. As,
0: yeah. yeah. It feels great. Yeah. When I if I on the very few occasions in my life where I've been stood next to one, two or even three people as tall or taller than me I've sort of thought this is what it would be like to be a kind of slightly below average height underestimated guy.
1: I still remember remember the glee in your face when you we were, we had a party when we were students in Edinburgh <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Tom Davis yes turned up. Big Tom the enormous Tom Davis. Ah and, and I, you, I was your like,
0: eyes lit up. Oh man, yeah. I completely I genuinely, when it comes to like that stuff and height, my instincts are the instincts of like an orc. <laughs> genuinely, yeah. he came in and I was like, oh, a leader.
1: <laughs> yeah, We've got the, a new leader. The, the king has returned. This is when, like Lionheart returns in Robin
0: Hood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Foldy rolly ray, like I'm dancing around. Pointing at the guy who's six foot five. Uh, king John, your reign is <laughs> over. Lamentable <laughs> evil. Uh, no I was delighted because it means that like because when I'm standing in a crowd or a group especially at like a house party and like you're all in the living room crowded in you are just like this weird lighthouse man and like while people are talking to you you have to either stoop down to hear them because it's so loud or you just stand up straight and hear nothing and just kind of scan for threats like your security the stooping is one of the downsides of being tall. yeah whereas when when Tom was there I was just like this is great. <laughs> if I'm ever bored of stooping, I could just look at this guy. Yeah. He's right over there. <laughs> like a lighthouse on the other side of the bay. Yeah. Ah.
1: Yeah. You could each light fires on the tops of your head, so like <laughs> beacons. <laughs>
0: to get Gondor. Yeah. To come. Yeah. No, I was delighted. But that's why, like, I also find Tom really funny and interesting to talk to, because whenever he'll say something like, like I say, delicate knowledge... Yes. Cuz in my head these guys should all just be playing rugby and fighting in a big trench. Yeah.
1: I mean that's what nature
0: made them for. Yeah. And I include myself in that to an extent. So I that's why I understand that it's weird when some for some people when I say, oh yes, you know, I sometimes I I I I've just been reading The Wasteland by <laughs> right. T.S. Eliot we're like <laughs> like you yeah, I paint. Yeah. You see people paint <laughs> well, with with the blood of your enemies. <laughs> There's a line that um Frankie Boyle said about Dara O'Brien once in one of his books, Mm. which is that Dara O'Brien is built like such a massive fucking Irish farmer. Yeah. Because he's like 6'4". Yeah. With like a massive head and shoulders. Like he's big. And he says something like, he looks like he should be carrying a pig under each arm. (laughs) Yes. But he's got the, what was the phrasing was something like, but he's got the sparkling witty mind of a French courtesan. (laughs) And I thought that's exactly it. That's what's funny. The contrast is itself very funny. Yeah. Yeah. This enormous agricultural person just being like, well, I think you'll find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. And really loving video games and yeah. physics. <laughs> yeah, and physics, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Mm. I think that's funny. Yeah. Now, we, you and I were talking about uh, when people are dressed as goths. There was, we saw some goths in Brighton. Or some gothic people walking around.
1: Oh, yes. There were goths in Brighton. They're still there. They're surviving. Yeah. There, f- there are goths remaining. They live in Brighton. There's a few breeding pairs left in the wild. <laughs> and they do always come in pairs. They do come in pairs. Yeah, they, I've never seen a mixed, like, goth, non-goth couple, I don't think.
0: No, we, we yeah, that would be funny. A, a guy dressed like Ned Flanders and then someone dressed like, um, <laughs> sort of 1980s, like, uh, new romantic, sort of, the cure kind of goth. I mean, they're, it's kind of, they're kind of bigoted in a way. They don't, they don't, they don't marry outside
1: of they the They don't bigot- like to mix.
0: <sighs> oh, no. The goths. No. They'll mix with adjacent um vibes. Skater. Rocker. Yeah. Metal. Rocker skater. Metalhead. Um there has Emo. to be a ch-
1: whoever they're with has to have a chain somewhere.
0: They've gotta be wearing a non standard jacket. Yeah. And not blue jeans. And not blue jeans. Ideally. Yes.
1: And ideally something stitched, a badge stitched into some uh-huh. part of their, their outfit.
0: Visible tattoos would help.
1: Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm.
0: The only time that blue jeans are getting tolerated if, is if we're getting pretty bikery on the upper half.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's a- counterculture, but in a mm, more supplicant way.
0: Yes. Yes. and And... Not the,
1: supplicant. I don't mean. <clears throat> what do I mean? Like low status. Low status. Yes. less it. Low status. Anti-establishment. Okay. Yeah, Whereas yeah. like the hell's agent. The hell's agents.
0: The hell's agents. Yeah. <laughs> the hell's angels. <laughs> you can start are, that. The hell's agents. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs>
0: the hell's angels are high status anti-establishment. <laughs> yeah. That's true. They're they're um they're uh, come and get us anti-establishment. Yeah. Whereas gods are leave us alone anti-establishment. Yeah. But they're still surviving in Brighton, despite the, the pressure of, of gentrification. Yeah. They're sneaking around, breeding. A, a couple of corners. goths have been built over, which was sad to see. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goths that we remembered being there from years ago. Torn on, down. <laughs> torn down. <laughs> and are now a um, <laughs> a Rick uh, uh, Stein's yeah. restaurant. Okay, it's very sad <laughs> to see, but, you know, life moves on. But we were saying that it's difficult to imagine an athletic goth. Yes, like cuz they're either thin or big. Cuz we we've known like athletic nerds. Yes. And they tend to do bouldering.
1: Bouldering, Wall acrobatics.
0: Well, like one of those niche very difficult sports like hill running, fell mm, running, mm-hmm. Fr- ultimate frisbee. Yes. Um it's active, but it's not good to watch. No. That's that's the, the nerd sport no yeah and and to do well at it it's got it's sort of got some fiddly slightly nerd aspect, yeah, yeah, um, but I don't know what I'd do if I saw a goth with biceps,
1: ugh, no do you know what i mean I,
0: i'm being I'm upset just thinking about it, yeah, then you sort of go, I think you're a just a depressed biker <laughs> a
1: goth with biceps yeah. is a depressed biker, sting, the wrestler is the only strong goth, I think. <laughs> 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 uh, do you remember Sting? No. <gasps> you don't know not thing that you'll recognize him. Look up Sting. Okay. Sting. Sting wrestling. Sting the wrestler. He's one. Of, he's a legend. I don't he, know if
0: he's a legend. Hey,
1: come on. <laughs> he is a legend. He. What's uh, good about Black and white. He had some. He was just
0: very moody and had some great finishing oh, moves. Oh, the kind of like um. He looks like the face crow. Guy. He looks like the crow. Yeah, horror face guy or like what do you call it? The metal bands have Kiss. a name for it. Uh, it's kind of like it is a kind of kissy kind of face paint isn't it no it's got a name like horror face or death face right it's 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 like black metal from like norway right it's that shit his finishing
1: moves were sort of reverse ddt that was really good and um uh it's it's sharpshooter the sharpshooter but he uses right leg instead of his left and he put his leg through it what was it called What's the special name of Sting's sharpshooter? I do apologise. Well, actually, I don't apologise for how, how much more wrestling I talk about <laughs> these days.
0: <laughs> oh, corpse paint—that's what it's called. Ah, it's called corpse paint. Um, the scorpion deathlock. The yeah. scorpion deathlock. Okay, so he's a—he's the only strong goth. But um, now, hang on. Was he sad? Yeah, he always looked very sad. But where well, was the corpse paint? Right. Yeah. But was he like going in the ring being like, what's the point in wrestling? <laughs> I don't wrestling. Like no. He, he, or was he really like acidic goth, like Paul, like Robert uh, Smith from The Cure? Oh yeah, you like wrestling? I was literally thinking of that guy. Is, yeah. that, is that good? Do you think this is fun? Do think this is clever?
1: Yeah, Robert Smith, but less Stuart Lee. Yeah, they're quite similar. They're very actually. similar.
0: They talk very similarly. Yeah, is that good, is it? Yeah. yeah. Although Robert Smith seems to talk in a more blokey way. Yeah, right. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> so like that as opposed to Stuart Lee who still has quite a formal like he hates people saying things like mate right you know what I mean yeah but I can sure. imagine Robert
1: Smith saying mate yeah yeah but even even him saying mate would, would feel a little sarcastic I think. yeah it would but he'd be able to pull, he'd say it sure oh yeah mate yeah but yeah so Sting is the strongest goth but he's getting old now who's going to take Take on the mantle of strongest goth.
0: Strongest goth. Maybe it is Robert Smith. Yeah. He's a big fella. Yeah. Gosh. That's what I mean. You have to be big or or tiny. To be a goth? Yeah. yeah. I'm saying. Imagine if I was a goth.
1: It, just, it wouldn't work at It'd be all. Very fun- <laughs> It'd be very <laughs> funny. It'd be
0: really funny if you became a goth now. Yeah. I would love to see how our management pivoted (laughs) it. I think they'd resist it first. (laughs) I think they'd resist it for a while. (laughs) Oh, I would love to have like the recordings of those meetings. A sit-down meeting with me in full full garb, in full emo garb. Yeah. But they're talking to you like concerned parents. Yeah. Now, Philip, you've been acting out a lot recently. (laughs) Dressing like this. (laughs) Being all surly in interviews. We only have your best interest at heart. <laughs> <didn't we? laughs> um, has there been a goth on Taskmaster? That would be a good thing to dress as. Noel fielding? Is he a goth? We may He's a bit whimsical. He's a whimsical goth. He's an honorary goth. Yeah. But it would be funny if someone... Because John Kearns was on. Yeah. And is now on tour. Yeah. But he wasn't on, on stage as a comedian. He wears a wig and teeth. Yeah. But he wasn't doing that in Taskmaster. No. But it would be funny if a comedian who was themselves on stage dressed as a goth just for Taskmaster. <laughs> Full yeah, makeup. Not, not in the tasks in the studio. All of it. All of it, okay. Black wig, white face. <laughs> it would be such a waste. It Could would be you so be funny a goth though.
1: comedian? Because well, if you're a comedian, you've sort of given up on the whole... That, that the idea that happiness is... Uh, not to be desired, Unde- undesirable.
0: Jack D. <laughs> with face paint on. Yeah, yeah. Could have been a goth comedian. Yeah. Andrew O'Neill.
1: Ah, they're kind yes. of a goth,
0: right? Um, but it's a bit more metal than that. Mm. But Jack D. Jack yeah. D. done up like Robert Smith. Yeah, that would work. I'd love that. Yeah. Yeah, Jack D. in like a mesh, um, you know, like a sexy the mesh- vest vest top. Yeah.
1: The fishnet. Yes. The
0: fishnet vest. Yeah, yeah, but all frowny and sort of middle-aged. That'd be good. It'd be interesting. <laughs> It'd be, yeah. Um, can Gothcom work? Can Gothcom work? We, on tour, we were discussing the merits of the various um, service station takeaways. Oh, yeah. Well, on the way
1: to... Which one was it? Was it on the way to Oxford. No, on the way to Yeovil, we stopped at a pizza express. It had a pizza express in the service station. In a service station. Sit down restaurant. I had one of the heaviest pasta dishes of my life. It looked heavy. It was heavy. It was just, it was basically a bowl of cheese with some pasta (laughs) in it somewhere. That's what you want. Gosh, it was, it was tasty, but it was
0: heavy. I wanted to sleep. The game, all day. The, <laughs> the game for us and for Paul, the tour manager, is to try and figure out what foods you can have. Yeah, I've what, already told Paul at what time. No consecutive days of KFC. Don't let me do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've warned him the way that like uh, a very old like rock star would warn. Yeah, the tour manager like clear out the minibar. Yeah. You know, don't let any of these people, the following people, backstage. Yeah. Because they'll try and give me to drink. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's like that for me, but with KFC. Zinger, Zinger meals.
0: It's hard enough w- uh, with me doing my KFC routine.
1: Yeah, you have a KFC. We both mentioned KFC in our routines, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is very telling.
0: Yeah. You <laughs> you could see our eyes glaze over at those points, I think. What would be the. Gr- I, I Look. Alex Keeley, Ivo Graham, great comedians, friends of the podcast. Yes. Their love of those massive cardboard boxes of Krispy creams. I don't understand that. ...sickens me. Yeah. We're, we're, we're it not, sickens me. We're not... We're salt boys, you and me. You and me are salt
1: boys. Big yeah. bowl of salt. Yeah, give us a hot bowl of salt and we're happy. I
0: want some boiling hot salts.
1: Sometimes I think, oh yeah, a little glazed donut no would be quite nice, actually. One. And then that's me done for the season. One. Plain. Glazed, just the glazed sweet ones.
0: Yeah. Yeah, lovely. Just the round ones. Yeah. Well, oh, the filling is, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I hate it as well when it's, not only is there a filling, but the filling is more than one thing. Mm. The filling is raspberry and vanilla. Oh, no, doesn't Gee, happen. Gross. That's a lot. There's some complex fillings available out there, Phil.
1: Yeah. And I don't like it when they have little, like, fruit topping. That's I'm, so like, gross. Because it just dries out in the cabinet. And like then a you have scab. this sort of mummified cranberry. Fruity scab. <laughs> it's a fruity scab. It's a fruity scab. It's a fruit that's crossed the
0: picket line <laughs> <laughs> to, to 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 work on the Krispy Kreme. It's a fruit that's going to get its legs broken <laughs> and doesn't fucking watch it. Um, and when they go, oh, there's chocolate filling. And you go, hey, no, there's not. <laughs> there's not. Or the donut would cost seven pounds. What you mean is there is some gloop mm-hmm. that has been chocolate flavored in there. There's some sub Nutella gloop. Yeah, it's not even as good as Nutella. It's kind of custardy. Mm. It's incredibly sweet. Mm. Yeah, don't lie to me. Even the chocolate on the on the on the ones that are coated, it's never good. It's like is the chocolate that's been distilled from chocolate-flavored vapes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got that kind of. <laughs> I guess it's chocolate, like Tesco cola. I guess it's cola. Yeah, so
1: just plain glazed ring. Mwah! And as for the donuts, I like. <laughs> 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 uh-huh.
0: Um We had a guy um, abandon an autograph pursuit. Oh, yes. Yeah. So There's a
1: guy waiting to, uh, for an autograph after the Brighton show. Yeah, And I guess my, we just took too long. But we didn't take that long. But I've never known an autograph hunter to just give up.
0: They're I mean, called-
1: I mean, obviously, if the person's left, they give up. But if they've been told, yeah, they'll be out in a bit.
0: Are they called hunters?
1: Yeah. He's going home hungry. Unless he's prolonged the hunt. Unless he's still hunting. He, he's Maybe th- he went,
0: this is too easy. Yeah, yeah, he was like a noble hunter. He was like, there's no sport in this. <laughs> I'll try to get the autograph in some really difficult situation where... You're already driving away. I'll pick up the trail tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and the trail is just Googling your turn. <laughs> He's returned to his nest in London. <laughs> but I think he'll be out in the East Anglia soon at the Cambridge gig. He has yeah. to feed again, so <laughs> yeah. he'll be out again soon. In- to his nest to digest these gigs, these laughs, laughs, for a few days. But he'll have to feed again within the week. Before the, no, not within the... Before the week is out. That's they say. <laughs> um, yeah, very strange. Normally, they're the most persistent people on Earth, those mm, guys. Mm, mm. And I, I admire the
1: Autograph Hunter because it's, it's retro. It's not, you know, because now it's a selfie. Yeah. Which is fine. But it, um, what I'd like to know is when people take a selfie with someone they recognize from something, do they look at it again? I guess maybe they show someone once. They, they text it to... One WhatsApp I, group?
0: I would show... I've shown more than a few people my picture I took with Adam Buxton in 2015.
1: That's true. And I've
0: shown more than one person my picture of Russell Peters. Yeah.
1: That is true. And Adam Buxton, to be fair. Yeah. Posted well, it. I posted it for love.
0: <laughs> for the affection. For eaffection. E-affection. For e affection,
1: affection from the wires, electronic affection.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've shown a few people that, but you're right. You only, you don't really, you probably shouldn't look at it too much. Um, do you have any autographs? Never mind selfies. Do I have any autographs? Yes, I
1: have a framed um, autograph in, that's in Bath, in in my sort of teenage bedroom. Oh yeah, that I got in my childhood from Mickey Mouse. No, from Two presenters of Disney Channel Asia. Oh wow, Jen and Azura. I think her name is Azura. And I, because I, I sent in out a one. I'd, I was a winner on like one the Tarzan competition or something. The what? Tarzan when when Disney's Tarzan came out. So the <laughs> Disney Channel in in Asia, Southeast Asia, right? It it was kind of like an SMTV kind of thing, you know. They they were hosting with bits between just playing you an episode of The Little Mermaid or whatever. Right, right. But they were the hosts and there'd be competitions if a big new Disney movie came out to promote the, the movie. And there was one about Tarzan. And
0: okay. I think
1: you I had, had to send like a joke about Tarzan or a little story about Tarzan. I can't remember. But I sent one in and I was one of the winners. And so I got a, some Tarzan merch and I got a little postcard saying, congratulations, Phil, enjoy the prizes, signed Jen and Azura. Uh,
0: and I still have it. I got some questions. Okay. What was it? A joke?
1: I think so. It was something about like Tarzan being smelly and dirty, or something. Because
0: <laughs> he didn't wash and he was in the the, the jungle. Dear Disney Channel, <laughs> Tarzan is smelly and dirty. Yours sincerely. <laughs> what was I the merch? I look forward to my prize.
1: Yeah. I think it was a soundtrack on CD, the Phil Collins soundtrack. Oh, okay. Which is a good, decent prize. There's good songs on that movie.
0: Yeah. Uh, maybe a t-shirt sure let's it, Tarzan stinks <laughs> 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 um whatever happened to those presenters that's my other question
1: Jen I think Jen ended up doing a bit of modeling he was a handsome guy maybe I think he kept presenting Azura well I looked at my friend the, uh, the Malaysian comedian uh Jason Leong uh. did like a cobra something with Azura oh really and I was like oh my god Azura and she's like a, a mother now and stuff I was like oh wow really
0: time flies um, it was just yesterday you were telling her how much Tarzan stinks I know and now she's a mum
1: Azura that's it she's lovely Um, where is she now?
0: where is she now? specifically oh there she is so that's her then and now oh okay she's ah. very
1: very sweet very like high I energy I n-
0: not expecting her to have such big curly hair like the, from the 80s it's a humid country yeah <laughs> It's a very human That's country. That's true. That's yeah. true. To, be fair. <laughs> to yeah. be fair, everyone's got perms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. You grew up around uh, constant perms. <laughs> I don't know what Jen's up to now.
1: Jen, I mean, shout out if you guys, anyone out there, remembers Jen and Azura from the Disney Channel Southeast Asia.
0: There's got to be someone who does. Who's, I mean, I, and you know, I, I'm just going to guess here, Phil. The people listening who do remember them probably more initially your fans than mine.
1: Yeah, very. Uh, uh, yeah, quite um, yeah, possibly.
0: I would be very amused to find that I had a fan from Southeast Asia or Malaysia that was a fan of me first, <laughs> and then you.
1: Gosh, here he is. So it's a guy. Well, May's he's just like he's middle aged. Well, not middle aged, but getting there. Just, that just a fun guy. Um, well, he's, he's got he's got one thousand five hundred Instagram followers. That doesn't seem like enough. Jen. He's now marketing content creator and presenter. Ex-Disney ex Channel Asia.
0: It feels like you shouldn't be able to be on Disney Channel for somewhere as big as Asia and then never live a normal life again.
1: Well, I think they
0: finished um, mm. the, that job before Instagram became a thing. I suppose so. But yeah. you still think the nostalgia could get them?
1: Well, we don't have that kind of... We don't have that... Nostalgia culture. culture. We don't have the David Benson Phillips culture in Southeast yeah.
0: Asia you know <laughs> it's one of the main ways that Southeast Asia Did I call him
1: David Benson Phillips is Dave, Dave Benson Phillips right Yeah Dave Benson, uh, Dave Benson Phillips Did you yeah. call him David I called him David Benson Phillips That makes him because he's in trouble <laughs> <laughs> David
0: Benson Phillips That makes him sound more like a prime minister Yeah David Benson Phillips really Of does. course uh, Lord David Benson Phillips <laughs> I like the idea that that's one of the reasons why Southeast Asia is more deprived than the UK. They just don't have this David Benson Phillips culture. No, they don't. They don't. Very few people at the elite universities in Singapore will be gunged <laughs> in Freshers' Week. And more's the pity. Yeah. And when you look at the economy, you can see the weather's the <laughs> at. Um We should
1: probably do some correspondence. Yes,
0: we must. Yes, come. Ring Letters, Keep emails, cool. e-mail, emails calls, v- buzz, phone R- numbers, addresses, your sisters, correspondence. Okay, so some correspondence. Give it to me. Give it to me raw. Give it to me hot. <laughs> raw? Hot and raw. Hot and raw. It Is that can possible? be done. Ooh. If you put a steak in a volcano, just for a second. Well, I guess the,
1: yeah, the mid is the middle of the steak hot? Or, no, I guess you get getting it if warm su- and
0: raw. Uh, yeah. Well, if you superheated a piece of metal, that's how you do great steak anyway. It's like oh. Charred on the outside, pink in the middle. Right. I think. Anyway, okay. it's from Thomas. Thomas, what you got
1: from us? Mm. That's not from us, it's from mm. him. Mm.
0: Hi, Phil, and pear. <laughs> that's good. The fruit or two things? The fruit. Okay. It'd be funny if you said, hi, Phil, and Pear, and looked at my crotch. <laughs> my eyes are up here, Thomas. I only discovered the podcast a few weeks ago, but I have already gorged myself up to episode 50. Wow. Physicians do not recommend. They do not, but well done. Well done, Thomas. A time of writing, you've just released 200.
1: Okay, yes. Well, yeah you, know, yeah, you won't hear your own words spoken back to you for
0: hopefully some while now. Mm. Hopefully. I love finding new stuff my ears pricked up hearing P hair on Richard Herring who also says Skellington. Yes, I think it might be why I said Skellington. Oh, did he start Skellington? I think so. Ah. It's just fun to say. When he mentioned about the podcast and its toiletry tone, poo is just funny, I hit play and never look back. (laughs) (laughs) It's taken over my life. Oh, good. (laughs) And I've been hounding friends and work colleagues to start listening to save them from me farting out stories in their direction like the I fucked a dog Dog tube weirdo.
1: Gosh. Was that as early as the first 50
0: episodes? Mm Wow. That was soon. Don't worry, I won't stop until, uh, at the very least, they lie to me about listening just to shut me up. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I digress. I have a tale about my first experience in a strip bar many years ago while I was still a student. Gosh, okay. Mm.
1: I've never been to a strip bar.
0: I have been to one. Really? Yeah. It's weird. Hmm. Did you enjoy it? Not really, because mm. it's not like real. Yeah, this is it. If you went to a crazy party and everyone stripped off, you'd be like, what a crazy party? Yeah, fun. But going to like the stripping off club, where it's just a, if you pay enough money, yeah, you just go, well, I, I know. Yeah. That's my feeling is, I know. I know if I pay enough money, things can happen to mm. me or to others. And for me, I guess... That's not the mystery to me. Mm. The mystery to me is, wow, this special event made people go so crazy. They got their bums out. <laughs> Like if you went to a house party and people were jumping, skinny party. dipping in the pool or something, you'd be like, "Wow, crazy and spontaneous." Yeah. Whereas if it was like, you can only come to the pool party if you strip off and cheer and jump in uh, naked at midnight, yeah. you'd be like, ugh. Yeah. But, no.
1: Anyway. Okay. But we are listening to Thomas's strip club. <sighs>
0: he says it's not a flashy difference. city centre peppermint elephant affair, but my small town podunk shithole. <laughs> podunk. Yeah. What's Podunk? American uh, parody term for a fictional Midwestern nowhere town. Oh. It's like Podunk, Idaho. It might right. even be a real place. Right. I won't say which town, but will happily hint at it only being notable for a buffoonish ex footballer being caught in the woods getting his willy out in a car park in an act of love called dogging. Oh, I don't think I know that story. No, me neither. But we can Google it. My friend at the time talked me into going as it was the only place still open and serving beer within a walking distance. Yes. This is how they they get you. This is how you get started. See also casinos. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We walk in and I'm immediately greeted by an old school acquaintance who I never cared for. (laughs) Essentially a bully. In brackets. Uh. It's funny. Essentially a bully. So it's more complicated than that actually. Mm. But essentially. Essentially. Look, if we boil this down... Long story short, a bully. A bully. The easiest way we can explain this guy. Who, to my delight, looked like total fucking shit.
1: (laughs) That is always good when you see someone who's from school you don't like Dean (laughs) badly. Yeah.
0: It's great. (laughs) Uh, Who looked like total shit, and he told me all about how often he's in here for special services. What? Go rim. Why would you offer that information up? They're proud of it, these people. They think it's cool.
1: Yeah, I get you. Oof.
0: They think it makes them powerful.
1: Um, I, bet he, I bet he'd I bet he say, like, uh, some of the ladies, you know, gave him dance without charging. Because they like him. Yeah. Ugh.
0: After getting away from him, a poor lady in her 40s walks up to me and asks me if I'd be interested in a bed dance for 20 pounds. Oof. And I could follow her behind that curtain up yonder for this special treat. 20 pounds. When I politely declined her offer, she screamed in my face like Arthur Shelby. Ugh. And in the same accent. Is that a guy from... Uh, I don't know Arthur Arthur Shelby is. Isn't Arthur Shelby from um, fucking Peaky Blinders? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, is that helping yeah. us with the location? So it's Midlands. So it's the Midlands. Well, fuck off then! That's what she screamed in his face. Ugh. No, madam. Madam, please. Madam, please. This is a place of business. A place of work, a place of art. I said, okay, thank you. And off we fucked. <laughs> So that's his stripper story. Okay, yeah. Horrible. That's rough. The poo-poo tale starts off like any other normal working day. Okay. <laughs> just funny. Not the weekend. <laughs> I was booked in with a nice lady and her elderly mother to view a one-bedroom flat. An oh, okay. start agent, perhaps, Thomas says.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: English wasn't the mother's first language, but they were polite and amicable. As we were about to exit the property, the bathroom located right next to the front door, the daughter asked if her mother could use the facilities. Okay. Not a request out of the ordinary, and like the pro I am, I had already checked the water was switched on from my own professional pee-pee past digressions on viewings. Say that again. It's not unusual. Yeah. And he's a pro. Yeah. So he'd already checked there was water. Okay. Because in the past he'd pissed in waterless toilets. Okay. And there was no the water. And there's no way to flush the P.O.A. Yeah, fair enough. Very conscientious. Thomas is a pro. But before I could even answer, the old lady had scuttled off like a rat up a soil pipe into the delightful family bathroom with electric shower, bath, <laughs> and bidet. Like I said, I'm a pro. Myself and the daughter continued to politely chat by the front door. All was well, until the pissy seconds turned into poo-poo minutes. <laughs> <laughs> seconds turned into minutes. Pissed into poo. Yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot. And we could hear her dear mother struggling away, having... Struggling away like Harry, having apocalyptic diarrhea and dumb and dumber. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Just this awful scene. However, what I found most unnerving was the daughter not batting an eyelid while we talked about the local area and transport links. Her, <laughs> li- her eyes dark and lifeless like a shark. <laughs> Just hearing her own mum shitting through an ivory needle. After what seemed like a lifetime, the toilet flushed, the door swung open. And the warm, thick air blasting my oh, nose.
1: No, bloody hell!
0: On that, they said their goodbyes, and I, and my nose, was left to absorb what had just happened to me. The mother didn't take the flat in the end; it was all for nothing. <laughs> Not for her, It wasn't for nothing. No, she for her it avoided a trip to hospital. <laughs> This email ended up taking a few weeks to complete with work and a toddler to look after. I'm now up to episode 75. I'm obsessed. Wow. wow mid-email change. I, yeah, that's a first, that's surely. That's a first. That's yeah. like something from a film. I'm now 60 years old. <laughs> what is this, a Richard Linklater movie? <laughs> Praise Redacted, Koji, Tom, Pistorian, and Spiritual Founding father. Um If you like the above, I'll send in my seminal fecal story, my Magnus Poopers.
1: <laughs> Magnus Poopers. Magnus <laughs> Yeah, no, very excellent email. Thanks so very much, nice. Thomas.
0: And thank you for joining The Fold. Thank you for climbing into our folds. <laughs> um, but we
1: must we now must go now. away. We must now away
0: to the estate agent viewing in the sky.
1: Yes, the bonus the bonus pod The bonus realm. pods. Um, once again, I am on tour. Just started on tour. UK and Ireland. That includes Dublin and, and, and Belfast, FYI. Yes. Uh, so do go on philwang.co.uk for tickets
0: and if you would please come on the 15th of June to see me in Leicester Square Theatre in London Mm -hmm. I would love that
1: that would be wonderful
0: but until next
1: time or Friday or next week love you a lot bye bye bye